1: Now the true prevalence and scope of sexual abuse and violence is unknown because many victims choose not to report the crimes committed against them and those who do it seems are only the tip of the iceberg and Miriam Duffy of Rape Crisis Midwest is uh, with us uh, now. Good morning to you Miriam. Good morning Joel. So the the legal process I suppose it it remains, it's obviously complex but also enormously daunting and Ultimately, is it off-putting to people reporting this? Of course it is. Of course it is.
0: I mean, just even imagine yourself if you were up in court over a parking ticket. Mm. You know, your heart is in your mouth. So if you can imagine what it might be like for somebody to actually go through, you know, the whole legal procedure for from reporting, the initial reporting, to... Unfortunately, the length of time it takes to process a case, to actually even if uh, you know when the DPP puts a case forward for trial, you could be looking at two to three years. Really? Yeah.
1: And what supports exist to help uh, victims through the process?
0: Okay, there have been there have been huge changes over the last couple of years um of course rape crisis centers have always supported people through the whole process but one of the key changes um has been the development of the guard protective services unit so in every guarded division now there's a team of guards who are actually specifically trained to investigate and support victims of sexual violence Okay. They've made a huge
1: difference to the to the victims. Right. So they obviously don't have a deeper understanding themselves, and then yeah. they can help people through it. Yeah. Um, and the criminal justice system. I mean, you see, the difficulty here is that you know, as you have to go through it, and you have to provide evidence, and it's we have an adversarial court system um, when it comes to uh, criminal prosecutions. So it almost inevitably re-traumatizes a victim, doesn't it?
0: Oh, it does. It, it definitely does. Because, I mean, a victim will make their statement, you know, at the reporting process. And then that statement is what the, the investigation is based on. So that is what, if you like, the defence barrister will try and pick holes in.
1: Okay. Um, and the argument being that someone is entitled to a defence.
0: Yeah. It, it is our justice system here. So,
1: but Miriam, I mean, is there any way around that, or is this the way it's going to be for people?
0: Well, one of the things that is hopefully going to happen in the next year or so is that there will. We've been lobbying for, for what we call pre-trial hearings, where. We think that this will actually speed up the process a, b- a piece because um, when a trial does go ahead, if there are legal arguments or documentation looked for or anything like that, that can hold up the trial and it can be adjourned and, you know, it, it goes on. So if all of these kind of, if you like, roadblocks could be dealt with in what, what we're calling a pretrial hearing. So that when when the case actually goes to trial, that all of the eyes are dotted and T's are crossed, and basically nobody is allowed to kind of raise issues that might delay the process right. or call for adjournments. I
1: see. I see. Um, Miriam Duffy of Rape Crisis uh, Midwest is uh, with me. Um, do you think that both men and women victims are more comfortable reporting sexual crimes to female members of the Guardian?
0: Um, it's it's a difficult one to call at the moment, Joe, because it, as I said, the, the new um, the new teams of guards are both male and female. Um, now, our experience in rape crisis, as you know, most of our staff, volunteers, and, and all of our workers are female. We just rule of thumb, without doing any kind of major research, we would say that it, in general, people are much more comfortable talking to. A woman at the moment, both male and female clients.
1: Okay. And how invasive are the sexual assault and treatment unit forensic and medical examinations? And are they a deterrent for people coming forward?
0: I wouldn't, I wouldn't imagine that they are a t- deterrent because until you've had one, you don't know what you're facing into now again it is the sensitivity of the forensic examiner and in the midwest we have an out of hours call out service here the team of gps that perform perform this service are second to none you know and they are so sensitive nothing will be done throughout that whole forensic process without the victim's permission we also um we provide one of our volunteers is always there to provide emotional and psychological support to the victim as well throughout the process.
1: So it could obviously and does at times take years for some uh, victims uh, to bring themselves to come forward. So do, do you have any advice for someone in that situation?
0: I think basically if anybody is even thinking about it I would suggest that they pick up the phone and have a conversation with us. We can talk them through what the process is going to be like we can maybe give them a couple of sessions before they you know just to kind of ground them a little bit before they have before they go ahead to make the statement and as I said the Garda Protective Services team are across the Midwest are wonderful they will actually come here to the centre to talk to people so that you don't actually have to go to a a Garda station so a lot of people have said that they found that very helpful they may have come here and had a a, a chat with ourselves and then we can arrange that the guards come here so that they're not, you know, it's more comfortable here for them. They know the place. Nice. So we can do that. So anybody that would be thinking of, you know, maybe reporting historical abuse or even something that happened more recently, pick up the phone and give us a ring and we'll do Um, everything we can to support them.
1: And just the details, then the number?
0: Uh, one 800 311-511 1-800-311-511
1: 311-511 and obviously people can find out more on your website as well. Exactly, yeah. Okay Miriam, well, I hope that's of some benefit uh, to people listening this morning and uh, we thank you as always for your time that is uh, Miriam Duffy of Rape Crisis Midwest uh, based here in Limerick. Your views, your news your Limerick Today with Joe Nesh
0: on Live 95.